0: Come slide down Rainbows in the sky Let's fly away Like a bird You're free to See the bounder face of the earth Let the wind
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of Destructo Discourse. We are a Dragon Ball Z rewatch podcast. I am your host, Tyler. Joining the discourse is Jason. Hi. Aaron. Hi. And Dave. Hello. Now, this this panel that I have tonight is comprised entirely of people who know each other through the context of D&D. Confirm or deny? Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: and... And uh, for for the layman, that stands for Dungeons and Dragons, as opposed to uh, Dragon Balls and discs. <laughs>
3: well, now we know what you know, the D- important... now, now we know what the D and
1: D rule gift set <cassette> is called. <laughs> Dragon Balls and destructive disks Just yeah, that thing they play on the Adventure <laughs> Zone, kids? Yeah, sure. I know that a few of our listeners have probably come from there by way of what the folklore. So, it's it's fair to say that role play. Is an important aspect of our lives. Would you agree? Certainly. Yeah. Just as a as a pastime, getting, playing playing roles. Yeah. Getting into the head of a character.
4: I enjoy rolling during play, rolling dice, ma- making decisions for that character I'm... that
1: make them grow. Are a few things that I love more.
4: Really getting in the head of, of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Who isn't me? Perhaps making a head cannon of sorts. <laughs> sure. I don't think my character knows how to do that, but we can probably figure that out.
1: Well to start us off tonight, I have found on fanfiction.net a oh, a no nothing good ever starts with that phrase. Uh, <laughs> just starts with that.
3: Should, should have the, gone to archive of our own instead. Yeah, that's the that's the, the internet equivalent <laughs> that's of That's the reputable. That's the internet equivalent of so I was on two fort.
2: Fanfiction.net, the two the two fort of online reading.
1: <laughs> I love I it. Defend that. <laughs> that statement, if pressed. Uh, I have found on said website a, a story called Vegeta, Choose Your Own Adventure. Oh, Jesus.
4: So is Vegeta choosing my adventure?
1: Uh, I, I did <laughs> You will
4: read... submit
2: to the prince of all Saiyans.
4: <laughs> well, hold on.
1: Uh-oh. Uh, I, did, I did read ahead a little bit, and we are playing not Vegeta, but a an unnamed character. And this is... Listed under the genre romance. Oh.
4: Oh boy. Oh. I'm blushing.
1: <laughs> I I felt like there are a few of us that would be interested in knowing how that would play out,
3: perhaps. I I have to know. My 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 hunger for knowledge cannot be quenched by any mortal <laughs> force.
4: I was thinking I was about to go on a fun adventure as the Prince of All Saiyans, but th- this this is all right too.
3: Okay. Well, that's impossible. <laughs> you know, you us mortals cannot cannot hope to imitate the. Incredibly deep thought process. Fully comprehend. Yeah, of the principal thing.
4: It's what it's what I'll wish for (laughs) if I get the (laughs) Dragon (laughs) Balls.
3: I don't know. I think that might be beyond (laughs) the
4: Shenron's power.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if we will make it through the whole thing. So we might have to do a uh, to be continued on this. But would you guys like to begin our adventure? Hell yes, I I
4: would more than love to. Can we name our character? Sure.
1: We are, we are, I think, a female Saiyan, because it just keeps referring to us as a, a girl and also having a brown furry tail. That's that the pretty info much narrows it
2: down to Saiyan.
1: Yeah. yeah. We are at least female identifying.
2: Some kind of a fruit. Or vegetable. vegetable. What
1: vegetables have I eaten today? <laughs>
2: um, ooh, ooh. Uh, are zucchinis done? Like, have they done the zucchinis yet?
1: Uh, I am seeing a Dragon Ball Fanon wiki character named Zuki. But that's about it.
2: Hmm. How about... Ooh, wait, wait, wait. Madam Acorn Squash. (laughs) Yes! (sighs) I'm I'm in favor of this. Only
3: you were qualified (laughs) to come up with a name bad enough to be a DBZ name,
1: Jason. God bless you.
2: That's what they have me here for.
1: (laughs) Are you guys ready for chapter one of uh, Madam Acorn Squash's life?
2: I feel like I already know her, but yeah.
1: So... (laughs) This is the puny planet I was sent to destroy. A bold-looking man with long, dark hair speaks as he steps out of a white, egg-like ship. Something tells me this is hardly worthy of my time. Vegeta takes his first few steps out into the open and leaps onto the ground beneath him. He crosses his arms and looks around once again with his strong features, observing all that is to be his conquest. Our first choice... Are we a bad chick or a good gal
4: oh what does these mean in Saiyan culture
3: I mother I, I mean I don't think there is a such thing as a as a say good gal yeah I think all Saiyan <laughs> women are are bad chicks bad
1: to the boat yes
2: I I, I feel it I'm okay mad, Madame Acorn Squash is feeling her oats and she's a <laughs> bad chick
1: all right she suffers no fools before we go any further I did want to cite our source. This, oh, is, this is brought to us by Barbie Pixie On uh, fanfiction.net Thank, thank you, you, you Barbie, Barbie Pixie
4: For this excellent work thank that you've done This gift you've given
1: uh, So now the perspective shifts to us You stand above a crowd Of scared mall shoppers Who are surrounded by a group of gruff characters I said hand over all your valuables Or my men will start killing you off One You reach down, grab a teenage boy And run a knife along his jaw By one you half-whisper in his ear. I have a knife? We have a knife. This? Mm. We're a bad chick. We, we, we start the ground running.
2: I guess. It's just knives. It doesn't <laughs> seem very sane <Saiyan> to me.
1: <laughs> the boy shivers in fear and you laugh as all the frightened people start to pass their belongings to your henchmen.
4: Maybe this is why we're a bad chick, because we have knives. And henchmen. Mm. A- against mm-hmm. what most Saiyans do.
3: Yeah, this is, this is the counterculture. <laughs>
4: <laughs> knives.
1: Boss, we got everything, one blonde man yells. You shove your little playmate back into the crowd. Then I guess our little business here is done. Thank you for your cooperation. You snap your furry brown tail as you head off with your men. What? As you leave, you
4: sense something or
1: just run. (laughs) What? Mm. Uh,
4: Madam Acorn Squash has never run from something in her life. (laughs) (laughs) Not once. I, I have...
0: Hmm.
4: I, I have
3: some meta narrative issues with this, but in general, <laughs> the, in general, I that agree- Saiyans in, don't, no, don't sense things. No, like the fact that we're not choosing between two actions; we're choosing between whether something totally external to us happens or
2: not. <laughs> yeah, we're we're choosing whether or not we fail a perception. <laughs>
3: that's you know that's a good way to, to think about it. I agree with that. Yeah, we don't. Run What's
1: our it. passive perception? Yeah, uh, exactly. If, yeah,
3: it, well, it has to be low enough that we can't hear people talking about things right in front of us, because we're not Vegeta, so...
1: Correct, <laughs> right. yes. So we just run, or we send something?
2: I vote we sense something. Yeah. That's yeah. my vote. I, I agree.
1: Hey boss, boss, come on, we gotta get out of here. For a moment, something made you stop. It felt like something was making itself known to you. Guys, go back to the hideout, I'll meet you there later. You picking up on a job, boss? A bearded henchman asks. No, just something caught my interest. Do as I said and get back to base. All your men leave as you look out toward the nearby desert. You know, by the mall. Okay.
2: (laughs) The mall desert.
1: You you smirk as you sense the power more. Here I come. You leap into the air and take off toward the energy call. Uh, We only have one option this time. Time to meet. As you fly through the air, the pull of energy becomes greater. You notice a small humanoid figure standing on the ground outside an egg-like craft. Hey, you down there, what are you doing out here? You land in front of him and try to intimidate him with your ability to fly, but your tactic doesn't completely work. Because when you look at him, you can't help but stare at his rugged bad boy body or f- or fail to notice the tail he seems to have that looks identical to yours. I wanna know, can you show me? <laughs>
2: She's gotta know about the strangers like her.
4: <laughs> oh, are we not on? Oh, are we like like in a Goku kind of situation? Yeah, like, we're the only I, one. I like guess us? so. Yeah, I have a lot of questions. This is why we have an army. Oh.
3: That seems to be the case. Yeah, I mean, this this illustrates how bad it would have been if Goku not was if not, goku
1: was a bad chick
3: was not too oblivious if too, goku was the baddest chick. also th- this actually seems really appropriate because i think if goku was a villain it would never occur to him that you could do anything
1: bigger than just like rob banks woman what are you doing with that are you trying to mock me his brow becomes more creased as he yells at you i am vegeta saiyan prince the last of the saiyan lineage and you mock me by disguising yourself as one of my species uh, are we a good gal or a bad chick?
3: Um... Oh, so this is the paragon renegade of this. Of this case. Oh, I be. see. This, these, these options are very unhelpful.
4: Yeah, what, <laughs> what actions do these options entail?
1: Yeah. Yeah, nice Dave, boy. really, it's the it's the Andromeda system, where the dialogue options are unclear and not helpful.
2: <laughs> mm. Yeah, and, uh, Madame Acorn Squash's facial mapping, uh, features need to be patched out <laughs> a few more times. You need to get a few more iterations... Um, some
1: life into those eyeballs so mm-hmm. Vegeta, it's always the so, eyes Vegeta asking if we're mocking him yeah and disguised as a Saiyan um well I don't know if we know we're a Saiyan <laughs> so
4: I'm not opposed to mocking him though
3: yeah yeah. I'm gonna assume this is a Goku situation and we don't know we're a Saiyan so yes let's mock him because that, that can only end well for us I <laughs> oh, say
2: sure. we're the baddest of the bad chicks mm-hmm. we need to be <laughs> chickpea <chick-penilized. Uh-oh. clears throat>
1: Uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna say uh we should to be continued after this option to the next episode Mm -hmm. but we will read this one just so that we know where we leave off oh big bad saiyan man i just (laughs) came to see what the energy was you walk over to him with swift (laughs) sure movements as you stand looking at each other you see a smirk appear on his face woman you shouldn't let your guard down to your enemy and with that, he brings his hand around and shoots an energy ball at your chest. Lucky you—you you sensed it and flew up before it had a chance to leave his hand. I'm in love. <laughs> are you? With, are you ready? With Madame Acorn a squash. A very
4: important character choice for us to make. Uh-huh. Are we taller than Vegeta? Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It'd be hard not to be.
4: Are yeah. we taller than his hair? Or are we mid-hair? Hmm. Yeah, probably the I top. Say we,
1: yeah, I
2: see we barely crest over that. You know <laughs> what I mean?
1: I wasn't going to kick your ass, Vegeta, but I've changed my mind.
2: She said a cuss. Oh, no.
4: She's a, she you is
1: guys. a bad chick. <laughs> well, I I said a cuss. Really, she oh. said uh, at simple dollar sign, dollar oh. sign.
2: <laughs> oh, she couldn't,
1: he couldn't commit. Oh, this is that kind of story, huh? <laughs> huh Okay, now I'm way more excited. <laughs> <for this. laughs> you float in the sky, looking down at the very angry man.
4: <laughs> I mean, I do. Yeah, it's my everyday.
1: You rush the dark, scowling man as he takes a stance to leap into the air as well. Bring it on, small fry! <laughs> oh my Lord. To be continued. Oh my god. Madame Acorn Squash. <laughs>
2: and that's been destructive discourse everybody now it's time to hail satan
3: oh, <laughs> maybe we can maybe once we eventually like run out of ideas for things to do with hail satan when it's just fighting frieza for 50 episodes maybe we can uh-huh. go back to this once in a while
1: flesh out the story of acorn satan or acorn shit <gasps> acorn acorn satan. oh god
3: is she connected somehow Ooh. is it Are they is gonna a new get ship married? name
1: <laughs>
2: fusion
3: ha <laughs> you took this a different way than i was thinking aaron but... oh boy!
1: <laughs> so on this podcast the the typical episodes of this podcast we talk about three episodes of dragon ball z uh this week we're covering episodes 58 59 and 60 the english title of episode 58 is unknown enemies
2: the japanese title roughly translates to "Frieza's a secret weapon Devil's Special Squadron, Ginyu Force.
3: Oh, wow. So now he's the Emperor of
1: the Universe and also the Devil or A-Devil.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, you've seen the horns, of
1: course. I was going to say, we know a lot more about those enemies than the American ones, just Mm -hmm. based off of that title. Uh, This episode begins with uh, Bulma and Krillin still just waiting for Gohan to make it back safe with the last Dragon Ball. Uh, Gohan's flying his way back to base. We cut over to Frieza, who has an insanely cool wine glass that he's just swirling yes. around. The
2: best wine glass. This
1: fucking spiky <laughs> goblet. This is yep.
2: the
3: most extra you... <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs>
2: now, let's now. Here's here's where you made your first folly. Uh-huh. You called this a wine glass on the assumption that the fluid swirling within is wine. Well, sure. I don't think that is correct.
3: You think it's the blood of Frieza's enemies? You have an
1: hypothesis.
2: Yeah, by which yeah, the blood of Frieza's enemies by which I mean anyone around <laughs> anyone anyone between Frieza and Dragon Ball. anyone or who he just decides he doesn't like really.
1: You're, you're saying he's he's swinging a finely aged apool recently. Oh researched.
3: yes. So Frieza receives good news from an XCOM soldier, uh, and, and he receives good news from Guile. Yeah, who looks who, is who looks like an XCOM soldier. Uh, uh-huh. and, and then murder. Thought him. he
4: looked like Governor Tarkin. He's got that broom hair.
3: <laughs> what is the good news, Dave? Uh, it's that uh, the Ginyu Force has boarded their their transports and are leaving right now.
1: We we get to see very shadowy versions of them doing exactly this.
4: They are a very on a, on another army. Frieza
1: base planet.
3: Mm-hmm. They they all still have their Organization thirteen hoods on.
4: <laughs> exactly. They're in, so there, I made a note of how secret their base is, so like, I wonder if nummel was executed because he knew how to contact them, and it's sort of like a, <laughs> on a need-to-know basis, uh-huh. because their secret base is behind a waterfall, inside of a secret base, under a garden, in the secret planet base. <laughs> There's like three secret doors that they have to go through when the when they finally blast off.
3: So this is a ru- this is a room at Hogwarts, is what you're saying. <laughs> the the Ginyu Force is based out of the Slytherin Common Room.
1: Nah, the Ginyus are definitely Hufflepuff. <laughs> well They're very hard workers. Yeah, you're I right. I won't oh, take they offense are. until I meet them. They got a lot mm-hmm. of Ginyu hustle, it's true. Oh,
2: they most certainly do. Uh, by the way, do y'all wanna guess what food Pun Namole is based off of? I guessed and
1: I was wrong. Uh, what, you, what did you guess and what is it?
2: I guessed lemon because it sounds like like namol but backwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope, it's guacamole. Aww. And I get it. Funnest of fun facts: I believe he is anime exclusive, not really in the manga. And his whole wiki page has a section called Namol's Lookalikes, where <laughs> random grunts just kind of have a similar. I think they're XCOM I soldiers. Appears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are the. Very replaceable. Mm-hmm. These are the not yamches of the Freezing Force. <laughs> oh,
4: the not animals. The not yes. <laughs> oh, God.
1: The Z-Warriors are doing some karate kid nonsense on King Kai's planet when suddenly he feels the Ginyu Force headed towards Namek.
4: Everybody's he training except Piccolo, who's gone back to pouting under the tree.
1: Well, he's pouting mm-hmm.
3: at least three times as hard as they're training, so I think he evens out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's he's putting a lot of force into the pout. He's, he's a Hufflepuff. He works very hard his pouts. <gasps> Do you think he's a Hufflepuff? I don't know. We'll have to figure that out later. <laughs>
4: okay. That'll be a different intro segment. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, King Kai
1: explains to the Z-Warriors that the Ginyu is basically freezes PMC, and they're responsible for countless wars across the galaxy.
2: I love the fact that King Kai refers to the Ginyu Force as a secret secretive assault team Mm -hmm. because as we're going to come to understand perhaps in the next set of episodes (laughs) the term secretive in Ginyu ain't even in the same it means something
1: very different in their language I see Uh, Yamcha's not impressed as is usually his want (laughs) Mm -hmm. he hears about a thing he's like yeah I could beat that no problem
4: the only force they're gonna be is forced back home (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's that's Yamcha's A
2: material. It is. Yamcha is a great joker.
4: The only one who appreciated that was Chaozu. I know. I love how Tien's bewildered face that he makes every time there's a joke, <laughs> and he just looks to Chaozu to see how to react.
1: This is what <laughs> helped me defeat Goku. Gohan is on his way back still when he runs across Vegeta. Uh, he tries to hide, but Vegeta's getting really good at sensing fools, so... He has to pop out before Vegeta blows up the whole area.
4: I love these little force-sensing hide-and-seek games. It feels very, <laughs> like, magical. Uh-huh. Sort of mm-hmm. like, I don't know, Star Wars-y.
3: It's, it's a good it's a good contrast to the very technology-dependent Frieza Force Society.
4: Go, I like Gohan's thought process here. He says, no matter what happens, I've got to protect this Dragon Ball. And he leaves it just right there on the ground. Yes, yep. he quote unquote hides the
1: Dragon Ball, which is to say he puts it down and then climbs a hill. This is this is a yep. good time to remember that he is six. Yeah. <laughs>
4: That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at it, so I I can't see it. And no one else can.
1: <laughs> it doesn't exist. Oh man, <laughs> the thought of a kid who can beam but doesn't have object permanence yet.
2: <laughs> Son of Kakarot, where is your say in object permanence? <laughs>
1: you proud Saiyan object purple. The whole
3: show has been building up to that line.
4: Pico. <laughs> Jesus. Blue is dangerous with Saiyan children.
3: Like well, now we know why the Saiyans were all wiped out. Or, 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 object or no, this, this explains why they started sending them to other planets. Because they had to rebuild <laughs> their own planet met several times.
1: Vegeta and Gohan start to make a little small talk. How's it going? Yeah how you been? How's your dad? Is How's the weather? Does he still fucking suck? I hate him. <laughs> yeah. Imagine me. Is Has he, he been talking about me? Is he here with you? How neglectful.
2: Hey dingus what's that what's the thing you're holding?
1: <laughs> Vegeta admires Gohan's very good watch.
2: <laughs> yeah as he as he refers to it. <laughs>
4: I guess well, they have those, too. pretty judgy about watches. Like, yeah. Ugh, it's so big. Saiyans really made, mu- made much better watches.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, it goes on our face, and it tells us how powerful people are. Well, several things happen that I like very much. Uh, uh-huh. Vegeta, like, implies that he might have killed the Gohan's friends, and yep. Gohan's conception of what this would look like seems to be that he gave Krillin a very big nosebleed. <laughs> and then he, like, mutters to himself, visibly out loud he doesn't know where the dragon ball is and then Vegeta <laughs> looks Vegeta's back at special it special <laughs> power of hearing things said right in front of him <laughs> fails him at a critical moment
1: <laughs> failed that role natural one Vegeta tells Gohan that as the last three Saiyans he, his, his dad and Vegeta should look out for one another like brothers and then he gives a very creepy smile and just a, a,
4: a gentle hit pat.
1: The, the smile lingers a little too long.
4: It, yeah, it made me feel a little squirmy.
1: And then he knees him in the guts and leaves him in the dirt.
3: I almost bought his act here. Almost. <laughs> For a second, the first time I
4: watched it.
1: The sentimentality of it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, well, yeah,
4: it's kind of sweet. I have, a, I have a theory about this. So, you know, at first I thought like, Ugh, Vegeta, he's so shitty. Ugh, how <laughs> awful. Uh, but then I thought, wait a minute. So what he says to Gohan this is after like Gohan says that uh go he hasn't seen his dad in a long time and she's like, Ugh, how neglectful and then he, he says the thing about we're like brothers and then he knees him in the gut and then what, oh, I wrote it down where is it? He says Go cry in the arms of your mother, little Saiyan And then <laughs> uh he flies off and says Bye <laughs> which i just fucking loved um he did that right at the
2: end of a very long like
4: <laughs> so so first of all before this also when when he is saying that he didn't kill uh krillin and Bulma, he said he was as you say merciful which i think mm. is is a point in favor of the theory that saiyans learn every move that they see <laughs> picked up the move of Mercy from Gaku.
2: As you Earthos like to call it, Mercy.
3: I've stolen Kakarot's most devastating technique.
2: Compassion!
4: So he's- we know that Saiyans get stronger as they fight, and Vegeta knows this. And we also know that the best way to get Vegeta back into action after a fight is an insult. Because uh, we, we saw this on Earth uh, when Krillin insulted his face and Vegeta said, whose face is ugly? Uh, and in last week's <laughs> episodes when he finally jumped out of the cryo chamber. Mm-hmm. He'll uh, never wake up. But only Fuck that, I'm waking
1: up right now.
4: Yeah, but only when the fish boy, I don't know, said something shitty about him. I think that when he said such neglect, he decided that was like saying, Kakarot should be training you better, but he's not, so I'll give you mm-hmm. a little bit of Saiyan dadding right now. I'm mean, gonna uh, beat the shit out of you. So yep. you'll
2: get stronger. Here's a Miracle Zenkai boost on the house.
4: <laughs> so, my headcanon is that Vegeta has appointed himself Goku's uh, princely un- I'm not Goku, Gohan's princely uncle. <laughs> That's what I've
3: decided. I I buy uncle that. Uncle Jeet's. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately,
2: I buy that.
4: (laughs) Because he doesn't kill him, he regrets that decision almost immediately. (laughs) He he
2: bullies him, (laughs) and then leaves him alone.
1: Vegeta goes back to the village that he originally found the ball in. Uh, can't seem to find that ball that he left in the lake. Where
2: is the Gohan?
1: (laughs) Where'd that Gohan go? Uh, he has a sudden realization as to the nature of why Gohan was sneaking around alone and what that watch do.
2: That was no what?
1: Yeah, I he he makes a lot of assumptions here. Correct. They, they are correct. Yeah, of yes. course, but mm-hmm. they are assumptions.
3: Yeah. Oh, uh, I also made a note that yeah, I'm glad that Vegeta makes it clear when he's talking to Gohan and taunting him about how much his dad sucks. That I'm glad <laughs> that he at least understands how dumb his arch nemesis slash gay crush is. Like, uh-huh. at least he knows what he's getting into. What
1: he has found himself in. (laughs) What has life become.
2: This ocelot and Big Boss.
4: (laughs) So Vegeta gets very miffed at this point. He sort of becomes the classic cartoon shitty dad when when your kid does something really shitty.
2: Alvin!
4: Exactly. (laughs) When I get my hands on you, you're dead. I don't think we've
3: ever seen him this angry. Like, no. Like, even with all of the shit that happened, or, you know, like when they were fighting on Earth and he was being, you know,
1: destroyed, I don't think he was this mad. His face is, like, contorting in a very despicable way. Yeah, there's veins his He's got veins
2: going. His pupils got... are gone. Yep, this is the Saiyan Wrath. <laughs> this is this is one of the other seven deadly
1: Saiyans's. Mm-hmm. Vegeta heads back to the cave that he saw Krillin and Bulma in, but they have already packed up all their shit into
4: capsules and left. Thanks to Bulma, keeping priorities in mind. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Yelling at them I mean, to that's, move.
2: That is the benefit of, of knowing how to fucking use your, your capsule core caps. Like, mm-hmm. pre-fat, you, you pack up your shit, you put it in your pocket, and you get
1: out. Uh, Vegeta blows up the cave in his rage. and I was uh... so
2: happy he did. Like, I was... <laughs> He, he goes into that cave, and I'm like, I want him to blow up that cave. I want him to blow up that cave. Please blow up that cave. <gasps> he did it!
1: There was zero chance that he wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. And now Bulma is relegated to hanging out in a very shitty little cove while Krillin takes Gohan to meet Guru. No house for her anymore. Just a card table and a folding chair.
4: Not even mm-hmm. a cove, really. It's just like a a little hallway in a rock. There are a lot of in those in this
2: damn show. <laughs> <laughs> Vegeta's got all his dragon balls in a little rock hallway. Gohan put <laughs> his four-star in a little rock hallway. Uh,
1: and this episode ends with the Ginyu Force drawing closer. Dun, dun, dun. I seem
3: to remember that the Ginyu Force do extremely fancy maneuvers with their pods while in
1: transit <laughs> through space.
2: Well, I do definitely remember that happening at least somewhere in this episode chunk where they do some synchronized flying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> through debris, various trails of energy beaming off
1: and sort of Perhaps some foreshadowing as to their Perhaps personalities.
2: They've got a very lockstep style of teamwork, we'll mm-hmm. say.
1: <laughs> Episode fifty-nine. The English title is "Destination Guru." Destination.
2: Okay. Guru's
3: I love house. that. I love that, Tintin.
1: Book.
2: Destination Guru. Go, <laughs> go, <golla>. wait. Um,
1: <laughs> There's three wildly different interpretations. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, we went places today. A lot of that. Welcome to to a a real bullshit pair of episode titles because the English title well, we'll get to that, but the Japanese title spoils the whole thing, so if you care about that, fast forward like 15 (laughs) seconds or so. I don't care. Uh, The Japanese title roughly translates to It's Dangerous Bulma! 4 star in the hands of Frieza. Oh oh no. (sighs) just spells it right out for you there.
1: In so, in so much as the, the same way that the English title being Destination Guru is just kind of a concept that's on the mind of a couple characters.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's about as on-brand as Gohan <laughs> the Hunted. Like, what?
1: <laughs> the episode
3: opens with a soft flute version of the theme, <laughs> which I am incredibly into.
1: The episode begins with Bulma, fast asleep, in her chair, just pressed up against the rock wall.
2: You know, someone who's probably been to like just probably some high-end engineering college, she probably knows how to sleep. Just like <laughs> sitting down, standing up, like Squatting. as
4: a physics major, I can confirm this is a skill <laughs> you you obtain. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: she is suddenly attacked by Vegeta. Mm. His eyes are all red and crazy looking.
4: Vegeta's ability to spot Dragon Balls right in front of him have decreased since last episode. <laughs>
1: He keeps demanding to know, where is the Dragon Ball? Where is
4: the, give us the
2: Gohan? He's demanding for
1: it. Despite standing exactly next to it. (laughs) (laughs) Directly next to it. Whoops, it's a dream.
2: Yeah, I love weird, fucked up dream logic like that, where you're just like, it's, it's directly (laughs) behind you. I'm trying to help you. Well, this is clearly a a dynamic that
4: Bulma is familiar with of saying something Mm -hmm. true and not being believed Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it comes up I think in the next episode too.
2: Do do we all believe in the idea of like symbolism, dream interpretation all that stuff? What can we learn about almost Satan this way?
4: She's scared of Vegeta. Yes, that seems to ring true. (laughs) She is too pretty
2: to die as she says in the dream Uh Also true. This is also true Yeah. yeah. (laughs) She's a very logical dreamer I think She is. It's very to the point I, I do believe um, afterwards we cut to Vegeta just take,
1: have a little sit
2: in yeah. his Dragon Ball little rock hallway.
1: <laughs> he hunkers just... down with his stash of balls.
2: He's sitting on one of them, which I think is a little disrespectful. You know,
1: yeah. Well. planetary relics,
2: not your fucking uh, futon.
4: <laughs> I do like the sound, like the little foley sound that the Dragon Balls make. It's just a very pleasing little glass clink.
2: Yes, mm. very resonance harmonious. We're going to hear them roll later, and it's quite pleasant. Mm-hmm, it's, a- it's ASMR, really.
1: He decides that he's just going to wait for the Z-Warriors to make themselves known. He's just going to sit around and try and sense for them. Or mm-hmm. no reason to just hunt them down.
2: <laughs> Vegeta is me in the kitchen with a, with a roll of paper towels that I have turned into my new club. <laughs> and I know there is a fly in this damn house. <laughs> <laughs> and I am just poised with my club (laughs) erasing to the sky, and I wait.
1: I thought you were going to say it's you sitting in the kitchen with like a beverage of some kind, just waiting for the pizza to come to you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I demand the four-star pie. Uh,
1: Vegeta, or sorry, Frieza starts firing off random nukes in every direction on Namek. Just letting off some steam. I wrote
3: down, Frieza is a strategic weapon. <laughs> the the effects on his mega beams here are like really genuinely cool. With the, the firing animation with like the two waves of energy collecting in front of him. and I The all... the butthole that he makes.
1: <laughs> to shoot beams out of give... Never mind. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Carry on. I'm sorry, did I ruin that for you? The off,
2: they, they pick a really great off-model Frieza for, for this beam buckle animation. Um, <laughs> it's great. The eyes are, the eyes take up maybe a fourth of the head. It's like very late, very late tier Spider-Man mass. You know what I mean?
1: Krillin is upset at how long it's taking to reach Guru at their current speed, but they can't going. Yeah, me too. Going... <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all of us, Krillin. Welcome to the party. <laughs> <laughs> but they can't risk going any faster or they'll be found by Vegeta. Uh, there's oh, a
2: really damn. good line. During during uh, Frieza's random planetary pot shots, mm-hmm. we cut to Bulma, who's saying, It feels like the planet's falling apart. Just you wait, girl. <laughs> we ain't even gotten this party started
1: yet. <laughs> Gohan really hopes that his secret powers can be awakened. He hopes that he has them.
2: Krillin's really supportive, because he basically says the Krillin equivalent of, Hey, it's alright, I thought I was useless too.
1: (laughs) If I had secret powers, you definitely have secret powers. You super got them.
4: You're literally six. Your secret powers include height and a prefrontal cortex.
3: (laughs) (laughs) When this possibility was raised, I was genuinely disturbed. Like, what are you about to unleash? (laughs) <laughs> like what happens
1: what kind of beast yeah what monster Freezes blasts are causing earthquakes all across namek and boma's dragon ball ends up rolling into the sea and she makes a curious choice here
2: there's a whole fucking slapstick of her trying to fish this godforsaken dragon ball like she's trying to pick it up with her foot she's trying to get a stick she flops over in defeat after, like, two attempts as it rolls into
4: a lake. Doesn't want to get wet.
1: Yeah, it's not even fully submerged. It's, like, halfway down, and she just inexplicably does not want to step into the
4: water. Just get in. Even a little no, bit. Doesn't want to get, her, like, in. She want
1: her, to get her boots wet. Because uh, if they're wet, like, then they'll get muddy. It's probably fine. I'll just wait for the boys to get back, and they'll do
4: it. It's probably safer there.
1: Yeah, it's probably safer underwater.
3: Go- Go- yeah, it's fine. Goku isn't available, so she's transferring <laughs> the psychological crutch of just wait for Goku to take care of it onto the nearest possible like Goku or Goku analog. The mm-hmm.
1: the nearest possible thing wearing Goku colors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, she she starts heading back to her cozy card table and chair, uh, but mm-hmm. the radar starts to blip and uh she sees that the ball is headed away from her now and she's worried that vegeta found it
2: somehow somehow in that, very, in that <laughs> few
1: seconds you right in those couple frames of animation
2: this is uh this is like the ultimate like all my panic spiral that i can get behind because that that captures all of the did i leave the oven on
1: <laughs> i mean did I, I did just dream it maybe it did happen
2: did i did i make sure to lock the door Bulma is just very me at
4: this moment. <laughs> and I support her. What I'm
1: saying. She tosses out a submarine capsule for a little nautical adventure. Says, if
4: I'm gonna die in this place, I may as well go down fighting. I'll show that creep he just messed with the wrong woman.
2: <laughs> I love her!
3: I love her too. Is this the capsule that act- activates with the comic book sound effect?
2: I I guess, so. it's, like, it's like boom.
3: <laughs> it's like boom. <laughs>
2: boom.
3: Under boom. It down.
2: B-O-O-M-B uh, Yes, yes. I am I am ready for this fun undersea romp using a submarine that looks like a pastel pink kitchen Aid.
1: <laughs> Sign me the fuck up. So she goes underwater, and she sees that the Dragon Ball is stuck on the back of a sea monster.
2: To be specific, a Lapras.
1: Let's yes. Right. You. It is a I Lapras. I was
3: gonna say, this is just straight up a Pokemon.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh-huh. It's got sweet anime eyes, so it must be a friendly creature.
1: Well, she fires missiles at the friendly creature, Good fucking job. And then we go to commercial Uh, break. Prime (laughs) prime directive,
2: Bulma. Good job.
1: The missiles fire behind the creature, making a bit of a quake, and it scares it enough to get it to shake the Dragon Ball loose.
4: Mission accomplished. This made me Uh, write down in my notes a thing that I continued to ask myself through this in the next episode, which is, why didn't Krillin take her to Guru? What would be unloved? Oh my god!
2: Oh god. Good point. Give her the
1: ability
3: to fly... (laughs) billion points well no that's I mean never mind the the flying like somebody with the D.A.A. of Dr. Briefs (laughs) accelerated Mm -hmm. to their full potential Mm -hmm. oh man that's the
1: darkest timeline this is like
2: the yeah this is the Frieza from Earth at this point
1: (laughs) Dave you got your fanfiction prompt of the week god damn it you're right
2: Shit.
3: (laughs) I think that's a one shot
1: like, ha- yeah, oh, for
3: sure! sure. Like, like, I'll, I'm, it's already coming together in my head. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> talk, figure it out.
1: It's Dragon Ball, if. Yeah. If. Oh, yes, 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 yes. As they say, Bulma catches up with the rolling Dragon Ball, but out of the corner of her eye, she's a very big pearl. Uh, what a lovely poil! Yeah. She
4: turns like... into me playing Breath of the Wild.
1: <laughs> oh my God! A, so true. About
4: to do some important plot stuff. Uh, but then, oh, look, there's a cricket over there. <laughs> yeah, we'll catch it.
2: When she
3: started salivating over this pearl, I was like, come on, Bulma, your dad can just make you one of those in his replicator <laughs> when you get home. Mm-hmm. There's, you, there's no way any material possession is special to you.
1: She imagines wearing it like a flavor flavor clock.
2: I love <laughs> this
1: fashion. And, and her dragging crazy. on the ground. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, Listen. The goil for me is the goil that can see a piece of jewelry and says, how can I double this as a plus three
4: flail? Maybe this is like a high concept fashion talking about like the weight of commercialism and how our possessions entrap us because it drags on the ball like a ball and chain.
3: I mean, that's a very Buddhist idea, which Mm -hmm. is where a lot of the imagery in this show comes from.
1: Uh, Jason, True. did you want to talk about the fashion? Since we have been sort of bereft of fashion for a while.
2: It is very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love this dilemma she has. She's like, bring back my boyfriend jewelry.
1: <laughs> Look fabulous. This is
4: hmm. The dilemma every, every woman faces.
1: She hasn't seen the ship that Goku's coming in. How like uh, how does she think she's getting this off of Namek? <laughs> fashion She's expecting uh, finds to have that, a way. that shelf space fashion finds a way oh yes <laughs> uh, so she she tries to grab the pearl she she decides she'll get them both but the pearl comes first mm-hmm. and she tries to grab the pearl with big goofy cartoon glove hands that are built <laughs> into I... the sub for some reason uh,
2: that bamboozled the hell out of me <laughs> i thought it was going to be like cool like pince, like mechanical robo pincers with mm-hmm. like precision controls Nope. It's a pair it, of Mickey Mouse cartoon it's, grabbing it's, gloves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the pearl is stuck to the clam, though. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Because the clam. It, it's not a trap. The clam just f- swims away from her, which reveals a very big whirlpool underneath it that sucks the ball down.
2: Oh, okay. The, this this clam doubled as the bathtub drain for this whole thing. <laughs> <life. laughs>
1: Apparently.
3: This is another artifact of, you know, pre-fall namekian civilization <laughs> artisanal uh, drain plugs that are clams mm-hmm.
1: uh bulma continues to hunt down this pesky ball and finds herself in a cavern with hundreds of dragon balls
2: whoa miss miss briefs <laughs> it's the one with the stars on it <laughs> it's
1: a dead
3: giveaway
2: mm-hmm.
3: also you have the most accurate possible means
1: of finding this object in your pocket. Which is a radar. <laughs> yes! Uh, Jesus! Uh, it turns out that the the extra Dragon Balls are the eggs on the back of an enormous crab.
4: With a really <laughs> gross mouth.
1: Very aggressively attacks Bulma.
2: Suddenly she is in a fucking Star Fox boss fight. Like, this is <laughs> Aquas. this is the Blue Marine, and it's all
1: bullshit. The crab grabs the sub and smashes it to bits. And that's... Ain't... That's the end of old Bulma.
2: That's a, right. That sucks. It, it's weird that she would die in the middle of an mammoth card. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, in a filler episode that's very yeah. ballsy of them to just take control of, a, of an author's character in that way.
4: Well, it is Dragon Ball. Yeah, they could always come back.
1: <laughs> oh, I was just saying Thankfully, it's ballsy, though, It's a show all about, oh. <laughs> about <laughs> Dragon Balls. <so. laughs> uh-huh. It is that. Good. <laughs> Good shit. Uh, thankfully, Bulma had a spare exosuit capsule. And now it's time for a crab battle.
2: Run me through the logistics of this. I she opens
4: up a more... capsule within a capsule? Uh-huh. I need more of a Bulma Gundam pilot, <laughs> uh, Pacific Rim pilot. Just, <sighs> I need more of this in yes. my life.
2: This is a note I had, too. Bulma should pilot Max morning.
1: Yes! Uh, Ugh. Gordy, Gordy sadly could not be with us tonight, but I know that one of his... Primary notes was who does Bulma drift with? And
2: that's <gasps> what I was about to say, too. Um, hmm. You know what? I'm gonna be frank, I'm gonna be real, and I'm gonna offer two guesses here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One, Goku. Two, huh. Oolong.
1: Interesting. Hmm.
2: Like, listen, mm. G- Bulma and Oolong, they go back. They've got blood. Like, it's, it's their ride or die from Dragon Ball Original. Uh-huh. Yeah, fair, fair. Like, they they play off each other. They can't stand each other. They're these anime avid pistolas, but they know each other
4: inside yeah, neither, and out. Neither this is Dragon, complete without the this other. This is Dragon Ball Z. All relationships are based around fighting. Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true.
4: Who has to be the one to tell
1: Bulma she's got to drift with a pig?
2: <laughs> Yajirobe, yeah, because he'd love it.
1: <laughs> Always You're going to love this one, Bulma. <laughs> As the eggs start hatching, the crab starts calming down a little bit. It was just being protective of its eggs. And Bulma saves the crab mama from a giant rock pillar that was about to crush her to death.
4: They have a beautiful little bonding moment where they just lock eyes and have an understanding. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know
3: know what I want to know? Why didn't Bulma lead with the escape pod? (laughs) It seems incredibly useful. Yes, very versatile. And fast and incredibly strong.
1: Why the sub with the goofy hands? Is this? Yeah,
2: yeah I was going to say, and they both have the same cartoon grabbing in. Well, I will note that the sub has laser guns and Mizzles. torpedoes. And she did yeah. think she
4: was going to go
1: fight Vegeta. And She mm. needs those lasers. The crab allows her to take the Dragon Ball and leave, and she gets back up to the surface. But no sooner does she get to her hideout when two of Freeze's goons arrive and kidnap her.
2: I have a note here. Uh huh. It just says, Oh, come on! <laughs>
4: <laughs> she said, Bulma briefs as a true hero, and then immediately underleaf, No, don't leave your mech! <laughs> <laughs> oh well. As Bulma's getting taken away, I sort of like, I don't I want Bulma to get kidnapped and taken to Frieza, but I do kind of want her and Frieza to like, just chill out, have some wine. Bitch about Vegeta together, and how awful he <laughs> <it is. laughs> I bet Man. they have
1: some similar opinions on Vegeta. Yeah, yeah, it would probably work out when
3: they both care about fashion, obviously.
4: Obviously, mm-hmm.
3: Dave, if you're keeping track, that is
1: uh, fan fiction prompt two this week.
3: Oh, Bulma and 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 Frieza kibitz about Vegeta <laughs> yeah. and about how stupid everyone else is.
4: Uh-huh. They both yep. like to get yeah the the other people to do work for them.
1: You have some men that you could send down to grab a pearl for me? <laughs>
4: Will that pearl grant me immortality? Because <laughs> if not, sure.
2: Speaking of, those two minions, they do have names. It's your boy, Blueberry and Raspberry. What those oh, I their thought names? it was Banan. No, Banan was like the, the, like the Hulk Hogan guy from like way before.
1: Oh, right. One of the berries was the Alligator Man. The
3: amazing yep. thing about this, this show is that it doesn't matter how dumb someone's name is, you <laughs> still can't rule out that they might be a main
1: character.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is true. It's a lot of bait and switches that way. So wait, are their names like puns on Blueberry and Raspberry, or are those just their names?
2: J- just straight up their name, Blueberry and Raspberry, and here's the here's the gag, they turn up as playable characters. In Dragon Ball Xenoverse and Xenoverse 2.
1: Oh yeah, they're my favorite.
2: Oh, that rules. Excellent.
1: <laughs> Episode 60. The English title is Bulma's Big Day.
4: Yes.
3: I, <laughs> I have a different an, an alternate title for it.
4: Yeah?
3: Uh, Bulma's Terrible,
1: Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day.
2: <laughs> my title was going to be Bulma's
1: Day Out. <laughs> <laughs> Look who's Bulma 2. <laughs> Weekend at Bulma.
4: <laughs> yes. Home Alone. Uh, bon Bulma Alone. alone. Bulma. Bon <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But
2: for those, who, but for those of you who are here for none of that nonsense and are tuning into the original Japanese, you'd be pleased to find that the title roughly translates to "Charge the Keoken and Kamehameha of Indomitable Spirit."
4: Oh, I guess uh, we okay, do, I do check with in Boma. with Goku for like a minute.
2: Yep, yeah. that's it. <laughs> That's all we get. Okay.
4: Oh yeah, I lo- forgot to mention when we checked in with Goku for like one short bit last episode, he just shot himself with uh, several <laughs> oh, Kamehamehas. Right. Yeah, he's doing wasting precious Senzu beans. I yep. mean,
3: honestly, he's he's it's very impressive that he's managed to get this much training out of such a small space.
4: What he's
2: trying to do is he's trying to trigger multiple Zenkai boosts. Over the course of his six-day journey, Mm -hmm.
4: does he even know that that's a thing?
2: I feel like he might intuitively have a sense of like, man, if I get the snot kicked out of me, I come back real good.
1: It has happened to him before. Well, if if
3: the Aaron, the reality is that it doesn't matter because if he (laughs) did know, he would have forgotten by now.
2: Right.
4: Yeah. True. That's. I
3: also I also made a note like at the end, actually at the end of the first episode, at the end of fifty-eight. That the narrator says that you know what happens next specifically says the fate of our heroes hangs in the balance, <laughs> not the world, mm-hmm. not the galaxy, just these chuckleheads, <laughs> just
1: these <laughs> folks that we're I, following for some reason.
3: Yeah, I feel like that supports the idea that nobody gives a shit about saving anything, <laughs> and they just and they just want to fight things, and whether they win uh-huh. or not are the only stakes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I did forget to note the Goku training just because it was so fast last episode Mm -hmm. but I I did laugh very hard at that animation because it's just him, he fires a beam that curves around the ship and hits him in the chest and it's like a sort of isometric back view of him getting hit in the chest and Mm -hmm. then he just flops on the ground (laughs) (laughs) like he passed out
2: you're gonna ruin your nice gi before you even (laughs) see Frieza
1: Yeah, I hope you brought extra I King Kai gave you (laughs) that.
4: You should treat it with respect. So,
1: episode 60 begins. Bulma is being flown to Frieza by the two goons. Mm -hmm. And I was very worried that we were in store for a clip show, because we get some very very old footage of Dragon Ball adventures.
2: Mm -hmm. We get like a whole yeah, her entire on-screen life just flashes before her eyes. Mm -hmm. All of her Dragon Ball antics, that one time with the Fucked up skull guy. <laughs>
1: the pirate cove. Is that what? Is that red ribbon? Or...
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, thankfully, that's all that we get though. And uh, Bulma struggles to her freedom. Uh, she bites the alligator man on the finger, which gets him to drop her. Mm-hmm. But before she smashes into the water below, uh, the gator catches her again, and they toss Bulma in a pit so they can she can chill out a little bit before they get to Frieza.
4: Mm. A little timeout.
1: <laughs> they don't seem to know what the Dragon Balls do, so Bulma explains the wish-granting power to them. She tries to get the Gator Man to turn traitor on Frieza, promising him immense powers from the Dragon Balls.
2: I love this notion of D-list idiot minions becoming more powerful than
1: Frieza via <laughs> Dragon Balls. <laughs> what a twist that would have been. Mm-hmm. I if Bulma convinced... This gator named Blueberry. (laughs) Welcome
2: to the Welcome to the Berry Boy saga.
1: Hey, we're the berry boys. We're gonna take over where Frieza left off.
4: And then we're gonna bury you. (laughs) The berry
1: boys are gonna bury you six feet under. This sounds like the
3: like like if they like the the bad, like shoved out the door DLC. (laughs) <laughs> That's attached to the end of, of Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Like, after you know, Frieza's defeated, These are the, they like they need to reuse the Frieza levels. Don't so forget they,
1: because, about the berry boys. Because they don't have
3: time to make new content, so they just <laughs> shove these two idiots into the levels you fought Frieza in.
2: We go great on yogurt. <laughs> or, or maybe in a parfait. Which We're one the of us do you want to murder you? We'll give you your pick. <laughs> <The> berries. <laughs> Looks like this little one is caught in a
4: jam. (laughs) Those are all their attacks. They just make Mm -hmm. puns at you until you die.
2: I've got one foot in the grave and three feet on a banana peel,
4: like at this point.
1: (laughs) Dave Dave, how's your HP this week? I feel Um, like it's getting low. Are you
2: still with us? (laughs) Do you need a sense of bean?
3: I I I step in when I when I have something to say.
1: You just let these berries wash over you. (laughs) He
2: spends spends the majority of this recording in the healing tank recuperating from our (laughs) horrible wordplay.
1: So the the goons bring Bulma back to where she apparently just ditched her exosuit at the beach so that she can guide them to where the
4: Dragon Balls are. But that's only because she was trying to tell them the truth of where the Dragon Balls actually were, which is Vegeta has them. Mm-hmm. But they don't believe her, just like she dreamed. <laughs> so yeah, she tells them they're in the bottom of the ocean. They all sank. Go get them.
1: Uh, she retraces her steps back to the giant whirlpool, and she says, hop on in. But the goons toss her in first.
2: Well, must pick herself out of a fun little watery grave, I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're going to die in a dying, you're dying to place this rad. Uh-huh. Yeah. You might as well. Mm-hmm. Bowman brings them to the cave of the giant crab. Where the goons, the Berry Boys, are amazed to see hundreds of Dragon Balls just waiting for them.
4: Wow. They don't know that they all have stars. They're <laughs>
1: idiots.
2: Just grab as many as you want you can make your wish, Bulma says.
4: One of them starts to figure out, wait a minute, I thought there were seven. And he starts counting. <laughs> Uses <laughs> his hands.
1: Because again, everyone in space sucks
4: at math. <laughs> <laughs> They don't have their scatters to count for them.
3: Yeah, that's, that's me adding up my, my bonuses in D&D. This
4: is why you don't <laughs> rely on calculators, kids.
1: While we reuse the baby crab's hatching animation, Bulma sneaks off with the dragon ball, engaging stealth mode. She just disappears into the inky blackness. And then she she fires off a distracting flare because even Bulma knows solar flare. I made the same note. <laughs> she, she has observed the effectiveness of solar flare and created a technological equivalent. <laughs> uh, the two goons get in a fight with Mrs. Crab.
2: Are you feeling it now, Mrs. Crab?
1: <laughs> Bulma uh, bobs and weaves through the debris of the cave as it starts to collapse because of the fight. She makes it back to the surface. She's an excellent pilot. She, yeah, she uh, displays her piloting skills once again, just in case you forgot. She believes that she's in the clear, uh, as did I. But the goons blast out of the water behind her one more time. Uh, thankfully, though, for Bulma, Mrs. Crab also flails to the top of the water. She grabs the goons and drags them to the briny deep. <laughs> and that—that's <laughs> the end of the Berry Boy. She's
4: repaid her debt. <laughs> Bye,
2: bye, Barry boys.
1: <laughs> kind of a disappointing DLC, but that's par mm. for the course.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: And Barry's got squashed.
1: Gohan and Krillin have been "quote unquote" flying for days and haven't reached Guru. There's Time days? continues to be weird. Three suns. I don't know. Yeah, How true. do you measure days on Namek? Probably not in midnights or cups of coffee. <laughs> no,
2: certainly not. <laughs> Or wow.
1: sunsets, <laughs> now that I think about it. Goddamn it, Toriyama. Exactly.
2: I like how they're sitting down for a little break and they're just noshing on what appears to be nutritive butter squares.
1: <laughs> they stop for a snack. I gotta,
4: gotta get mm. those calories.
1: Flying's hungry work, I guess. Uh, and the episode ends with Vegeta finally managing to pick up their energy trace and he blasts off to confront them.
4: Vegeta has tried Kakarot's mercy technique and decided he does not like it.
1: <laughs> I hated that. It sucked. <laughs> it was like the lamest thing. Well, how do you succeed using a technique this shitty, Kakarot? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I will never understand. Uh, any closing thoughts for episode 60? Uh, I have two. First, uh, that just before ending, Frieza notes that Vegeta has been keeping his pointy little head down for the last few days I don't know, I just appreciated Frieza's little insult making fun of his hair <laughs> especially considering Frieza's own head spikes <laughs> yeah I, I wished at the end that uh, when Bulma was leading the Barry boys uh, into the their watery graves mm-hmm. I wished that before they had gotten to the whirlpool, they had run into the little Loch Ness monster because then that would be oh. like a perfect fairy tale structure where, like, you meet three animals and do them a good turn or do something and then. They'll help
1: you out later. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: And then, yeah, lead your enemies past them. I don't know. I thought that was fun.
1: I wish that they had run into those squid creatures so that they would have a purpose.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Through. Other than fake Namek. But say lovey. Say lovey.
2: Say him lovey.
1: Uh. <laughs> Let's hail Satan. Yeah.
4: Hail Satan. Please. Hey, Satan. <laughs> the beginning force is almost here.
1: Last week on Hail Satan, the, the kidnapping of Mayor Hafford took place. A launch and Beals of Barber released a hostage tape making their demands. They were wearing novelty masks of former dog kings. <laughs> uh, but considering their demands were for a Tien statue and a very large portion of Mr. Satan's recent fortune... It was very easy to deduce who the culprits were. Yeah. Detective Vidal tags along with Officer Hoverhound to the negotiations to try and talk down her mom. Uh, The negotiations broke down and there was a daring police raid on the hideout. Uh, Vidal found her mom first and allowed her to get away, thus uh, pinning the whole crime on launch, who would not snitch on her partner. Officer Hoverhound recognized Cannoli at the scene of the crime as Pigaro, that kid who sucked back in his hometown, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, now vows to chase him for the rest of his days, like Lupin the Third-style scenario.
3: <laughs> I think that Officer Hoverhound should have an incredibly, much like Mark, should have an incredibly mundane first name <laughs> that we may find out at some point in the future. Do you have any thoughts? No, I'm saying I don't want to know it now. Okay. I'm saying that later um, in some important moment, I want to find field. out that his last name is actually Hoverhound, but it has uh-huh. a really like boring first name attached to it.
2: Please, sure. Mr. Hoverhound was my father.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Call me to be continued. Uh, Hercule arrived late at the scene, but still managed to take all of the credit for the operation, as well as deciphering who was on the original tape, and Mayor Hafford is very grateful for his rescue.
2: I believe one other concession is they decide to build that life-size TN statue with just a little bit of that give in the chest, but instead they make it a Mr. Satan statue instead.
1: Yeah, I, w- I would like to add a detail to that, by the yeah. way. please, please. They were halfway through building the statue, <laughs> uh, and then the, uh, the criminals were caught. So they're like, well, what are we going to do with this? And Hercules just says, put me on there. <laughs> How about my face? Fuck it, why not? So what else is going on on Earth this week? Who do you guys want to visit of our menagerie of characters? I mm, have so <laughs> many. your fighter.
4: What's Yajirobe mm-hmm. up to? Oh, God. Uh, last you saw to?
1: him, he was playing for the Titans. <laughs> oh, right. Where... Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. How long does he keep that job? How, how long in. does he keep it, or how does he keep it? Uh, no, much like Yajirobe, I don't care. Oh, okay. About Yajirobe. <laughs> <laughs> The farmer we knew that he was going to see the the resolution of the kidnapping on tv and assume that it was a setup by hercule for publicity mm. there are two other characters that i want to work into this at some point just for the panelists yes. uh, i would like the tailstake dino and mm. and the saber-toothed <laughs> tiger to become friends <laughs> They bond over their shared trauma. Their Gohan sh- shaped trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Post traumatic <laughs> Gohan disorder. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know how or why they would meet, but I do want that to occur.
4: Oh, well, Sabertooth Tiger is wandering the paths he once trod with young Gohan. chasing young Gohan. And he mm-hmm. finds. He's
2: still chasing Gohan, but he doesn't understand how to get off world.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just he's running just, He's chasing
1: the scent around.
4: Oh. Mm-hmm. But he finds, uh, yeah, Tailstake T-Rex crying <laughs> over his tail <laughs> at one of he has the- physical mutilation. His- mm-hmm. at the, one of the Gohan's campsites where, I, I assume probably Gohan was doing homework. Has the T-Rex become vegan?
2: Oh, for sure. He only eats cliffs now. To- <laughs>
1: To repent for the, the bar and the rock
2: formation.
1: Well, there's lots of um, the carnivorous ways that led to his predicament. Mm-hmm. Well, there's <laughs> lots of pre-chewed cliffs
3: around from <laughs> from Go- Goku and Vegeta blowing so, blowing up so many in the way. Ah, a
2: fine cliff tapioca. Is it <laughs> repentance
4: or is it a, an oath of vengeance that he will not eat meat again until he devours? Oh, oh interesting. In revenge. Ooh. Does, does the T Rex a... cast an oath of enmity upon
2: <laughs> young Gohan? Can he sense him a- across any plane? I'm not
3: yes. sagely.
4: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good. He descended into the underworld and learned it from Baba.
1: Oh, the wait. The T Rex sought the tutelage of Baba. Yes. I
4: don't know. Yes. Yes. No, I'm this, sticking to my segment, guns. He did. This uh-huh. segment
3: is at its best when it gets fucking weird. <laughs> right. I, <laughs> to it.
2: I believe this because Baba's got a fucking bone to pick with the z Fighters
4: because they broke her favorite crystal ball. They right.
3: Did. It was sacred.
4: It, it is sacred. She has reason to support an oath of enmity. For the
1: sake, for the sake of simplicity, can we say that uh, Baba understands animal language? Yes. Oh, yeah. She oh, took that
3: That's that's like, part like, witching 101 mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for sure. And also, for the sake of simplicity, the animals all share a, a common language between themselves, so that mm-hmm. the the tiger yes. and the T Rex can communicate as friends.
3: But Tyler, the fact of the matter is that if anyone listening to this <laughs> like was going to ask those questions, was going to call us out on that, I don't <laughs> want them listening if they care about that.
2: Tyler, that's a fair point and well made. I have an important question for you. Yeah. What do you call a witch's animal companion? A familiar.
1: A familiar. Yeah, and was, what makes a better
2: familiar than a saber toothed tiger? Just think and a disgraced T Rex. <laughs> Two familiars are Ravens. Than one. Cats get out. Barbara has moved up in the world,
3: is what you're saying. For sure. Lizards? She goes oh, yeah. to like the, she goes back to her coven and does she just has a T Rex with her.
4: I mean, a T-Rex is like an ancient crow. Kind of.
2: You're right.
3: That's that's how she argues its legitimacy to the rest of the coven.
4: (laughs)
2: Yeah. 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 It is kind of like a raven, and this is kind of like a cat. So it all works out.
3: She has the latest up-to-date paleontology textbooks with her.
1: (laughs) I I was picturing Baba going into that, like, yokai restaurant. Mm -hmm. Do you recall Mm -hmm. that we saw Um, briefly? That's where the um, coven meets. mm -hmm. The yokai Um, cantina. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And just walking in in slow motion with a T-Rex and a saber-toothed tiger behind her and the other witches in the coven turning around slowly and like lowering their glasses and just going like, oh, yeah.
4: (laughs) Walking in with a book of magical paleontology, magic spelled with a K, paleontology, the Y is replaced with IE.
1: So what do they get out of this deal? I've already forgotten.
4: Um, I will they say... Get
1: they, mag- they well, they get magical get... assistance in
3: getting revenge on Gohan. Uh, yeah.
4: They learn the spell assistance. Oath of
2: enmity. Ah, yes, that's right. Yes, there you go. <laughs> they give her a plus two <laughs> to intimidation checks. True. <laughs> Only a
3: plus for sure. two for a T-Rex?
4: <laughs> Good point.
3: <laughs> uh, he is missing his tail and is very depressed. Yeah, also.
4: and this is a world with lots of dinosaurs.
3: He's basically Rex from Toy Story at this point.
2: He's
4: <gasps> <laughs> oh, got way better. What kind of
1: training did the the animals do to learn magic? Um,
3: they trained mm. in in times ten Earth gravity, obviously.
1: I mean, that's that's the go to for everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
3: They waved wands in times ten Earth gravity, a <laughs> hundred times.
2: What kind of goofy Dragon Ball training occurred in the original series? that like we don't really see anymore
1: well like, baba is the sister of master roshi
2: mm-hmm.
1: so she might implement similar training tactics hmm.
2: so what did roshi
1: have them do uh master roshi's training was to put very heavy turtle shells on their backs and have them deliver milk to everybody every morning <laughs> throughout the countryside that that is suitably bullshit and zen <laughs> I'm into that. I would like to see a saber-toothed tiger and a T-Rex wearing turtle shells and delivering milk. I have to get yeah. a really Instead big turtle, of turtle shell. shells.
4: Can it be uh, weighted witches hats? <laughs> yes. yes, yes, weighted yes. witches yep. hats. Yes,
1: and they and they bring everybody witches brew in the yokai world. <laughs> the
4: every
2: brew every morning,
4: <laughs> it's like Kiki's Delivery Service, but better.
2: <laughs> in serious, she takes off her weighted witch's hat <laughs> And her power level goes up <laughs> David are sure. you saying That this woman's witch hat Is her power limiter <laughs> Yes Like Shadow the Hedgehog's ring gauntlets Who like Probably
3: you know? <laughs> also wears Two little fibers to make it right. harder For her to catch her to you know flick her wand and she Yeah takes it's those harder off, for the like, somatic like, oh, components Motherfucker
1: Baba's witch's hat crumples to the ground Leaving a crater underneath it And she just rockets off of that ball into <laughs> just space the,
2: Just <laughs> the rock Lee Wait scene but with a hat with Yeah hat. <laughs> that's
1: exactly what I'm thinking of <laughs> uh, Any other Earth folks that we need to check in on There is there is
2: one Final test yeah. For the T-Rex and The Tiger What Pottermore house do they get sorted into Go. Oh my God.
1: Well they are witches now so this is yeah, important. Is, yes.
2: Yeah, so you, they need to be sorted. First of all, what's baba into? I'm going to I'm going to put that fool into Ravenclaw.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. I can go with that. <laughs> I have sort of an unorthodox answer, I think. Yes, I need it. The T-Rex is a very Harry Potter sort of Gryffindor. Mm. Very bullish and and brave-hearted. Could have been a Slytherin and,
4: but wanted to be a Gryffindor. Right. You, just hear, you just hear deep
2: T-Rex murmuring, not Slytherin, not He a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. tiny
4: little sorting
3: hat on top of his head. He'll
4: do anything <laughs> to get revenge on Gohan, uh, but he wants to do it heroically. Uh, to yeah, defend he wants, to be, all he wants to be better
3: than
1: Gohan. And the Cybertooth Tiger is a Hermione Gryffindor.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: The the level-headed thinker of the crew. That's, mm. that's my votes. Mm. I like yeah.
4: it. He does his homework.
1: So it's kind of a boring answer because they're both just the heroes, but...
3: The heroes of their own story, I like that. They're the
1: heroes of my heart. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, if that's going to do it for Hail Satan, that means it's time to say our goodbyes. How do we do that, Jason? I'll
2: tell you how. We read a little fortune for one of our characters. Some of these characters do have canonical birthdays and thus have canonical astrological signs. So we flip over to the horoscope section and give one of our one of our friends a little send-off with a pearl of wisdom and uh, a who, pearl of wisdom Who better could use a pearl of wisdom this day than our good friend Bomba?
4: <laughs> she didn't get her giant pearl, but she'll get this metaphorical one. <laughs> exactly.
2: Unable to whip it around like a flail, but I hope it will do. Now, <laughs> As some of you may or may not know, Bulma's canonical birthday is August 18th. It's coming up, so check out her Amazon wishlist. So that would also make her a Leo. So, Bulma, here is your fortune for today. It may feel as if something or someone is trying to keep you from moving ahead with your ambitious goals and aggressive nature, Bulma. At first, you may resent this dragon ball and chain attached to your ankle. But on closer examination, you'll see that this obstacle is really a boon. For now, it's serving as an important reminder to slow your roll and think it through first before you act.
4: I feel like that fits. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. so. I could do that. A quick note on Goku's training. <laughs> oh, yeah? In episode 60, he moves up from just shooting, uh, what are they call? Kamehameha's at himself. hmm to doing Kaioken ball shooting and then Kamehameha's turning the spaceship into a particle collider. <laughs> I think this Basically. was Dr. Brief's plan all along. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh
4: my god. Because <laughs> we know that he's true. monitoring it just to see these collisions in high gravity. He's just trying to harness the Goku. Yeah. Trying to he's find the Goku all particle. Kinds good data there
1: the Goku particle. <laughs> <laughs> Can I offer another, an additional take? Please. Uh, the Higgs Boson Goku. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh-huh. Oh, I get it. Like Song Goku.
3: That one, that one took a second to <laughs> filter in.
4: Oh, that rules. It's a
1: slow burner.
4: Oh, oh that's what we need. That's, bosons. Like, that's, that's, a that's very strong.
3: <laughs> well, bo- boson also sounds like a word that would accurately describe Goku.
2: <laughs> boson sounds can like a real You the boson, Boson
4: Gohan. Can you get the Boson Goten.
2: The whole son family. <laughs> Give us the boson. Give us
4: the. Give us the boson. <laughs> us the boson. <laughs> the
1: <gutlers>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, time to shut this down. <laughs> Thank you all for listening again. Jason, where can people find you around the internet?
2: Well, on the internet, y'all can find me at uh, JPEX, and that's J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S,
1: and that's on the Tumblr and the Twitter. Uh, Aaron, what are you up to that you would like to promote?
4: Uh, I cannot be found on the internet, uh, or I don't wish to be found, I guess. Uh, (laughs) But I don't believe in it. Um, If you live in the sort of dayton area of southern ohio you can come to the black box improv theater and see some some cool performances i happen to be in a group that performs on wednesday nights at eight but there's performances uh every wednesday thursday friday and saturday
3: dave how about you as ever i can be found at a site on archive of our own uh, p-s-y-t-h-e uh, if the uh, fan fictional works are at all to your taste you need, to up make your a, alley. you need to make a list of all the fanfiction uh concepts that we've gotten out of this because there's like twelve of them at this point. Right, we there is a lot. And they're gets, all good. <laughs> it gets deeper and deeper. Because I'll because I'll do it. Like I'm not I'm not a fool and I just need and need no. the options laid out.
1: Uh if you feel like this show is not quite enough of my voice every week, you can also listen to my other podcast, What the Folklore, which comes out every Tuesday and Sunday which is myself and my two roommates uh, reading folktales to each other from around the world and uh, just making goofs about them. Uh, As for contacting this show, you can find us at uh, destructo underscore disc, D-I-S-C, on Twitter. You can email us at destructodiscourse at gmail.com. And if you would be so kind, please rate and review the show on iTunes. And when you do, just give it that four-star rating.
2: In our eyes, that's the only one that's valid. Because that's the boson.
1: (laughs) It's the four star ball. That's the four star boson. Give us the boson. (laughs) Give us the boson.
4: (laughs) You heard him, (laughs) folks. Give us the boson.
1: Thank you all for listening. We will see you next week. This has been Destructo Discourse.
0: I heard you sing so cold and gray. When night never turns to day, don't you be afraid to fly away? No time.